What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, January 28th, also known as Pokemon Legends Arceus Day. Is it, Jason, is it Arceus or is it Arceus? What do you say? I've called it Arceus my whole life, but I think Arceus they're, they're uh, Arceus. Arceus, like, so I'm nope. confused. It's Arceus. Here on Log On Games, for, the, for it'll be Arceus, unless Mr. Nintendo comes on this podcast and tells us otherwise. Okay. I'm just going to call it Pokemon stuff. Legends Articuno or Arcanine every time I talk about it. Okay, sounds great. Um, well, we are going to be talking some Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, we got some previews, early review scores. They're they're hitting they're hitting the web. Web three, ain't that right, Jason? Something like that. <laughs> uh, so NFT. Yes. <laughs> um. This podcast is going to be exclusively an NFT. Maybe we would, you know, blow up. Who knows? Uh, we're going to be talking about Pokemon. Um, we got some more news from last week's crazy uh, Microsoft buyout thing. Uh, got some Call of Duty news, which games are going to stay on PlayStation, which games won't kind of thing. Um, and then this past week was kind of like a, a little mini direct for the, the gaming industry. There's just a bunch of random game announcements that just dropped on. People mm-hmm. just tweeted out or put in a blog or did whatever. So I have them all uh, in order, kind of, of how Nibel tweeted them. Because, you know, when there's too much too much stuff. I knew halfway through this, this week, I was like, there's been a lot of game announcements. I'm just going to wait until Thursday and just go to Nibel's Twitter because I know he's going to have it. So we got those for you. Some pretty crazy things that were announced, too. So. Matthew's going to play the Switch while we... Uh, uh, I think I might go on there and go ahead and pre-download the game. It's only six gigs. Ooh, one step ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, but with us on the podcast today, you can find him right now at the Nintendo eShop pre-downloading Pokemon Legends Arceus you, at XUser8X. We have Matthew with us on the podcast today. How's it going? Yo. How's your starter? Going. Ah, system update. Who's your starter? Uh, what do they what do they give you for the options? Is it is it OG options? No, I don't even know. A, what, I don't I don't know what it gives you. It's for a options. mixture. It's a mixture. Well, then I that doesn't. I I try to usually do grass. No, I oh, grass. really? I'm you, nerd. Well, well Ivy's. I'm, weird. I'm gonna get even weirder. My favorite Pokemon all time is Ivysaur, the middle one, for no the reason whatsoever. Child. I know, right? So I don't know. I so what ha- ha- happened was Andrew and I went over to this kid Harris's house, who is an awesome dude, and uh, yeah, we used to go over there a lot. Andrew and him were good friends, played a lot of things. He had Pokemon. We played Pokemon. We were like, "What is this witchcraft? This is amazing!" And I think we like. I mean, we were pretty young. I think we pretty much pitched fit and like begged our mom to buy us Pokemon on the way home, and then. I think, is that a Walmart purchase? I think it was a Walmart purchase. That's how you get it. I know. He's like, "Uh, excuse me, ma'am, can you come unlock this thing? And then we, you know, got Pokemon Blue. Were they locked back then? I feel like they weren't locked yet. I'm pretty sure it was locked. I don't know they were ever out there. I mean, Pokemon was cracked for kids. That was probably locked away. That's true. (laughs) Still is. Let's be honest. crack was not locked. Um, That's what it wasn't locked. Yep. And now we've all grown up and it's cracked for adults. So (laughs) that's just what it is. But, uh. Yeah, so anyways, we got Pokemon Blue and we started with Bulbasaur. That's where we that's where we started. And so it's it's a it's a bit of nostalgia is is part of the the Ivysaur grass Pokemon love. It's just where we it's where we started. Is what is Rowlet? Is that the grass one in this? It is. It's an owl, Matthew. It's a grass owl. Ah, uh, the owls suck. Do they? I don't know. Let's see. Fire is always the way to go. It's always the, fire and then water are the two correct answers. And then grass is always the wrong answer. If you ask anybody what their starter is. Well, if gen, generally, <laughs> if there's a grass Pokemon like this one, it sounds like it's an owl that I ate. You're like, what the heck? That's an owl. An owl's not a grass Pokemon. An owl's a bird Pokemon. That's not the same thing. Uh, I know, but it's not. For starting purposes, it's not. I generally go water then. Well, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. 
Mm-hmm. I think I had a. I think I've always had a, not like a hatred or anything for the fire starters, but just to kind of like a, everybody does that, so I don't want to do it, kind of thing. It's the reason everybody does it because it's the best. Uh, also with us on the podcast today, you can find him on in in the stadiums. You just know, have to look really hard. The Pokemon stadiums. <laughs> uh, I was thinking Rocket League arenas, arenas maybe. That's where I just was. The Hot Wheels one with the, with the track in the background. You know that one, Jason. Solid. Aquarium, another solid, solid More one. Of a starbase. Starbase, star solid. I liked the new Starbase, not the old Starbase. All the Starbases. Okay, that didn't count. Uh, <laughs> you can find him at J Monty G Man. We have Jason with us on the podcast. How's it going? Fun fact, just played Rocket League for the first time in about three months right before this. Ooh, how'd that go? Uh, amazing. We went, uh, we, uh, me and my two friends, we hopped into ranked instantly. No warm-up match, anything. And That's we did our 10 and got Diamond 2. Nice. So, we back. Huh? Yeah, we played for the first time, what, about a, about a week ago, Andrew, maybe? 10 days ago, something like that? You, probably the first time. I I play on Xbox with some people just about. That's true. A couple, I know a couple of times a week, so I'm not as rusty, but yeah. Well, it was the first time that we we have a, a crew of three that we usually play with, and me and the other guy that's not Andrew. It's got to be the first time in what half a year, probably. probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, and, the situation was. We won our first like three or four. Yeah, the the situation was kind of similar for us. We uh, one of one of the guys in our crew, his graphics card died. Mm-hmm. So he lost and we play on PC. So he like lost his means to play at a decent clip. Um, and that just got rectified. So we, well, we, we talked a little in. bit. We talked some rocket league on last week's podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So give, gives, gives us all the itch again. Gives us all the itch again. Uh, but we want to welcome everyone to the log on games podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from New games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every single Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcast app. You can also watch us in video format on youtube.com backslash. I don't know. I don't know if I've if it's Logon Games. Just go to YouTube and search Logon Games and we will pop up. Or... You can go to any of our social media pages. I mean, we're we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, etc. Uh, at Log On Games, uh, we have a link tree in our bio. You can click. You can find everything you need. All of our links are there, and you can join our Discord community. You can get in on there, play some games with us, play some Rocket League with us. You know what I mean? Let's get it. Let's get a community Rocket League day going. Um, but yeah, you can get your questions and and topics, and you can be a part of the show on there. Also, we will have a pretty, a pretty uh, decent sized giveaway. I'm not going to say anything yet because I want to jinx it. Okay, it's Rebecca. We will Buck, have a pretty it? decent sized giveaway sometime in February. Could be next week. Could be like the end of February. But I'm I'm pretty safe to say sometime in February we'll have a pretty big giveaway. So definitely go follow us at Logon Games on all our, our socials so you don't miss it. What if I do miss it? You're gonna you're gonna miss it. You're not qualified anyway. So it'll be it'll be like the uh, the office episode where Jim gives Pam the bonus or whatever on accident. Mm-hmm. And Everybody hates him for it. He gives it to him gives it to himself and he's like, I'm not taking it. And then he, and then the next winner was Pam. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not gonna be Pam. You can't be Pam. Just the way it is. All right, All right let's get into game. some VG game announcements that happened this past week. There was quite a bit. EA confirms Respawn Entertainment will work on new Star Wars titles. So this is EA, Respawn, Lucasfilm, Star Wars. People like Star Wars. Jason, I don't know if you've heard. People like Star Wars. I like Star Wars. Uh, we got the next Star Wars Jedi game. In the works. New Star Wars first person shooter game in the works and a new Star Wars strategy game. All in the works from EA. Thoughts, Jason. 
I think more Star Wars games are good. Um, I am on the side of the camp that I like more Star Wars movies, and I just like more Star Wars entertainment. So I am all for it. Have you been to Disney World and made a lightsaber? I've never been to Disney in my life. Good. Good. Show to Universal. <laughs> Matthew, what about you? Did you play... Uh... I assume this next Star Wars Star Wars Jedi game, isn't that like the one that came out a couple of years ago? Is that the one they're talking about here? Uh, that was like Game of the Year nominated or whatever. I don't know if that's what they're talking about here or not. Um, I don't either. All I know Star Wars wise is that I really want the new one that they've already announced with um the, uh, uh, what's the company? It's the Detroit Become Human People, right? Is that who's making it? Is that not who's making it? That's a different game. It's a different, right. Yeah, I'm saying that's, really... it is a different game. Correct. I'm saying that's Star they Wars wise. That's Star Wars where, game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where my focus is. That one to me is going to be amazing. And so the other stuff, you know what? Here, mm-hmm. we, Here's what we know. We know it's not EA. That's what we know. Correct. So Respawn. That's the most important thing. <laughs> you know Respawn from Apex Legends and Titanfall mm-hmm. 1 and 2. Respawn will directly develop the next Star Wars Jedi title and the new Star Wars first-person shooter led by Peter Hirschman. The yep. Star Wars strategy game will be published by Respawn and developed by the newly formed studio Bit Reactor, former Fire Axis Games lead developers. Uh, not shocking, but worth pointing out, Battlefront 3 is basically dead, according to people familiar with the announcement mm-hmm. as EA moves all Star, all Star Wars projects to respawn. Yes, and which is good because EA doing it themselves has not worked at all. It's been not good. It's been uh, issue after issue. So at least we know respawn can make um, some good things. Uh, I mean, I would assume... I would assume you could just take Apex and just make it just make a Star Wars version of Apex and people would fall in love with it. So I assume that's probably what the first person shooter is because it's like all the same yeah. engine and, and stuff like that that Titanfall mm-hmm. is. So that's just what they're gonna use. I agree. Go uh you're it. probably gonna have more um variation in game modes, I would assume. Um maybe more like team battle, that kind of thing. But other than that surely it's it's very similar so the strategy one's the one that that uh is very intriguing to me um Mm -hmm. because that could mean a lot of things that could mean um could mean a card strategy game that could mean i mean there's just it could be an XCOM style style. oh that would be that would be sick i think that would blow i would do awesome i mean if mario and rabbits can do it then star wars can do it I mean, stars would be a it, great IP for that. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, no, nah, I, I would be down for that. Um, there's just a lot of options. Strategy can be so many, like, incredibly different style of game. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty pumped for that one. That that's that seems cool. The um, the Jedi game. I just, you know, I don't know. I have not gotten into most Star Wars video games. I just haven't done it for me. Honestly, the game. Star Wars game I put the most time into is Pod Racer. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if that tells you anything about my Star Wars uh, game fandom, whatever. so it I just, says, yeah, I'm not huge um, on action, action, action games, and that's that's kind of the route they've taken, obviously. So it says Fire, the new studio that has some of the Fire Axis lead developers on it. Fire Axis Games has done all the XCOM games and Civilization Correct. games, and the Correct. new Marvel's Midnight Sun games that's coming out. Which is is that's the one that's like XCOM so and Marvel, right? You would assume that's the route they would be taking, you know. You hope, but I mean, if they done like if that's who does Civilization too, like if they do some more board gamey strategy style game, I also I still think that would work, but that's way way different than XCOM. So yeah, um, sure. I'm a big fan of turn based though. I mean, even if you go more like Fire Emblemy, kind of like. I know there's some similarities between that next com, but like with the the way the last fire element was set up with some of the uh, story elements and stuff, I don't know. That would be cool. Star be Wars fun. plus rabbits. That's yeah. probably yep, yep. Mario <laughs> plus Wookies. <laughs> that's going to be. And that's, then you're going to be the, able to cloud stream it on your Switch. 
There you go. That's the game. It's they'll just call it Star Wars XCOM Wookiees versus Rabbits. That's what it'll be. I, I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Oh, um, totally in the wake of this Microsoft buying Blizzard news, Blizzard announces that they're developing a new survival game for PC and consoles set in a new universe. And that's it. That's all they say. Now, Jason, we didn't we haven't had you on the podcast since Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. I don't know if you've heard. Kind of uh, yeah. They, they did. Um <laughs> uh, so little little I don't even know what to even think about them announcing a new game. First of all, you would think it's like a BlizzCon thing, you know? Like this is what they announced games, not just a tweet. It's like, here's a little news article that says that we're developing a new game. But what is what is your take on what Microsoft did in your absence on the podcast yeah. and what this new survival... I mean, anytime a Blizzard comes out, they don't do new, like, brand new IPs very often. So... I think one, Blizzard's, like, PR nightmare is so bad that... I think they like should have read the room better of like, Hey, let's not. Cause now this game is going to be attached to that. Like, cause it's happening in such close proximity. It's not even like they had enough to show off a trailer, like a CG trailer. They announced mm. it with a text blurb. It's like, <laughs> it's like they're trying to ruin its reputation before it gets off the ground. Um, I think this should have stayed quiet and this shouldn't have been announced until it could be announced as a Microsoft product. Um, Microsoft buying them, uh, more broadly, me personally, I, I, I can't imagine, uh, all right, let me put it this way. I looked at the list of games that Activision Blizzard makes and I was like, man, somehow Microsoft has acquired two major companies and I still don't feel like I need to buy an Xbox. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, right. they've somehow magically avoided any type of game that I enjoy. Um, yeah. and so I've seen people talking about like the, how this is a monopoly. This is not a monopoly. This is not close to a monopoly mm -mm. is starting to, to, to wade in the antitrust waters. But as long as Sony and Nintendo still have their big first party titles, I think this is only going to help competition. Um, yeah. and so great for Microsoft. I don't know what Xbox gains considering no real products were exclusive to Sony before. Um, so I don't know who wins in this yet, but, um, overall Microsoft can do what they want. They spend a lot of money. Um, hopefully they will properly fund the studios and not shut any of them down. Yeah. Let me throw a and scenario at you. And properly funding studios is significantly more difficult. Not that Microsoft's hurting for money, but it's significantly more difficult when you're balancing your books, when you spend $70 million or billion dollars billion. on the company. Yeah. On the company. You're like, okay, well now here's, you know, some more money to fund your stuff. That's just a lot. At, at some point there comes a line at some point where they go, okay, we got to make this back. It's a, it's a good faith move for sure. the Xbox brand that like mm -hmm. even this generation, if it still is far behind Sony, I don't think Microsoft is going to give up after putting what no. 76 billion between two companies in two years into it. Right. No, I fully agree. Fully agree. for the long run. And it's a, it's obviously a good move for blizzard because or Activision blizzard. Cause they were, they needed, they needed some, some change. Yeah. And I'm going to throw a scenario at you, Jason. Okay. Walk into target. You're going in there. You got to get some 2% milk. You got to get some, uh, it's the best milk and tomato basil soup. The best, the best mm. soup that there is. Sounds like I'm um, making some saltines, uh, and um, you you go across the toys aisle, and you see Xbox Monopoly. At that point, <laughs> do you concede? Like, yeah, they have a monopoly. Just in my head, like like the <laughs> the uh, Inception style of horns, the <laughs> like it all clicks. <laughs> We're all in trouble now. And it's not mm. even like a real monopoly. It's the one that has like three of the boardwalk park place ones and you're like that's not monopoly it's like this trash boardwalk and park place are just halo and forza <laughs> just like the the two series that they have like they just happen to make a monopoly like the year that they before they bought all these companies like, 
now we have to make another one um but yeah i'm excited for i know blizzard's been in a in a fart fest for a long time because i mean i've been excited for overwatch 2 and that's slowly draining that's what they because their, now i have no idea what's happening that's what they called their uh their conference this past year fart fest. the blizzard <laughs> fart fest <laughs> Street, online stream only um but no, anytime that Blizzard actually makes a new IP, like the last new IP was Overwatch, was it not? They kind of did Hearthstone so. and Overwatch kind of close together. But Hearthstone's not a new IP. It's set in that in yeah, world. Yeah, I mean, they pull, they pull stuff it's from new, everything. But fully new game, just uh, same world. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for whatever this... Cause I'm not usually yeah. into survival type games like the daisies and stuff of the world. I, It's like almost like I almost want to play it. Like I get in and I'm like, this is almost cool. But it's, it's always like the the like the things that feel like a chore that you have to do to survive. You know what I mean? Resident Evil counts as survival. Just saying. Yeah, but I'm thinking when I see Blizzard is developing a survival game, I'm thinking of like a daisy type thing. Yeah, the one thing you know if Blizzard is doing it, you know that it's not a one-off small deal. There will be a world built around the IP. That is a thing that they can't avoid, and they are phenomenal at it. Uh, Even even the Overwatch stuff, people that don't play Overwatch, you still see these Overwatch comics and shorts and stuff all over the place. So they are um, really good at building those worlds. Announcement number three. Apparently, Crytek China has confirmed the existence of Crisis 4 on social media site. Update Crisis 4 has been officially announced, and they had a little 47-second teaser trailer thing. I remember when Crisis 3 came out and how much of a big deal that was, and that was a long time ago. And I don't know if you guys care or not. But, I don't uh, care. I'm kidding. I, I don't know. I saw this and was like, I guess I'll put this in here because it's a game that's been announced, but does anybody really care about Crisis 4 right now? <laughs> like, when's the last time someone's like, replaying Crisis 3 today, man? Sick game. That was kind of my my thought was like, Crisis 3 wasn't as crazy of a release to me as like the original was. And the original was mm-hmm. obviously like the, can your PC run it? And yeah, it's like, we're, I mean, it's going to be a few years before it's out. But right now, it's not can your PC run it? It's like, can you get parts to make a PC at all? Um, so it's like, that's the game. Interesting timing. Cause it's, if it mm-hmm. is like high end PC part, also PC parts are way more expensive now than they were when the first crisis came out. It's like, if they go back to, can your PC run it? You're talking about like a $4,000, $5,000 build to actually play it on the high end. What if they yep. change the spelling to crisis to how it's supposed to be called? And the crisis is you can't find parts for your PC. I, the whole game is. it's like a, it's like an AR game like Pokemon Go <laughs> Crisis is just like you shopping the the aisles of Best just, Buy what if it was a Monopoly game and then Xbox buys it that's right and Xbox each like each board sorry, piece man. is an NFT and so your computer is actually using its horsepower to just mine itself like what, what about what about you Matthew this is do anything for you no i i'm with jason on it um i mean honestly the luster of crisis was not how great a game it was it was the can your pc run it <laughs> for which let's be honest is it was a massive deal because of how long it was that game like anything that comes out now it's like can your pc run it in two years the answer is yes for all of the new pcs and then there's a new thing that is can your pc run it and crisis was yeah. that thing for I don't even know how long. Quite a while. Basically that whole generation, like the yeah. PS3 generation. 100%. Yeah. Like when they came to consoles, the the luster of it died off. Like they mm-hmm. then made the the like cuts to to run it on everything and then it just became another first person shooter. Yeah. I'm uh I I've heard nothing but good things about it. I've played um I played the first Crisis for a bit on uh my Alienware on very poor settings. But um that's about uh about the extent of my my uh, yeah. knowledge of crisis but and it's fine it's just 
there's a billion first person shooters, man. It's just, it's not the greatest one. I'm reading this from store.steampower.com. Steam Read Deck it. officially launching February the 25th. Hello! The day is almost here. On February 25th, we will be sending out the first batch of order emails to reservation holders. Customers will have three days, which is 72 hours, from receipt of their order email to make their purchase before the reservation is released to the next person in the queue. The first the first units will be on their way to customers starting on the 28th, and we plan to release new order email batches on a weekly cadence. In addition, we are sending out press units for full review shortly. I'm sure they're going to send me one, so get ready. <laughs> uh, please review the embargo on Steam Day, blah, blah, blah. Additional details, we will start sending out invites shortly after 10 a.m. on February 25th, Pacific time. Order emails are sent in the same order that reservations were made. You can only order the Steam Deck model that you originally reserved. Your reservation deposit will be applied to the final price of Steam Deck, in case you were wondering if you're going to lose that $5. And shipping costs are included. <laughs> Jason, I know you got one on pre-order. I don't know when yours is you're supposed to get it or not get it, but where are you at on the Steam Deck? They're fi- it's finally happening. It's coming out. We've seen some people playing it. We've seen some YouTube videos about Things getting hands on. Where are you, where are you, where's your head at with Steam Deck? I am still really excited for it, and I think my expectations are in line. It's going to be an indie machine. It's going to be a Rocket League machine, um, and it's going to be kind of like a play on the couch thing. Um, mm-hmm. I I still really love what they're doing with it, and mm-hmm. the price. It starts at four hundred dollars, which is an amazing deal, and it goes up to six hundred fifty, which Compared to the Switch, looks like a lot, but it's you get a lot more horsepower than you do the Switch. Um, so I, I've got a decent Steam library already, and that's going to pour it over just fine. And so I am excited about it. Um, I will respond to that email within the first hour that I get it, even if it's like 2 a.m. and I'm asleep. Senses, <laughs> my, my Steam senses are tingling. <laughs> I, it does start at four hundred dollars, but I still claim it's not worth buying if you get the four hundred dollar one. You need to at least get. The I agree. One. I agree. Go up one, one notch, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew, what about you? Is this anything that you would consider? I'm still not in on a Steam Deck. Uh, for me personally, I get it. I understand the allure there, and I've mentioned it before. I think, um. If there's a, a handheld a handheld that can compete or do at least just be successful in the market, this seems like it would be it. Um and I, I hope it is because it'd be awesome. I just my personal preference is I don't I don't have a personal uh need for this or want for yeah. it. Um but I mean every step they've made so far seems to be one that's been met with positive uh feedback. So keep it up. I also have one of the $5 pre-order things. I don't even remember which one I got. Um, but I would love to have it. I just don't know if I'll shell out for it when the time comes. But I think mine is, at this point, been pushed back probably to like fall. So <laughs> I got time. <laughs> I got a lot of time. What about you, Jason? Do you know uh, where you were originally in the queue? I put my deposit down the day they went up but it was pretty late in the day it wasn't like as soon as they went up um if i had to guess i'd probably be mid to late summer yeah which i did the log in the top one um the the 512 gigabyte version Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of like i slightly hope that people will see that like oh i got three days to come up with 650 dollars and bail yeah (laughs) and that will like I'm we'll have a mobster email yeah. you. You have 72 hours to give us the money. <laughs> Dawn of the third day, 72 hours <laughs> remain. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for people to get their hands on it. Um, that will help me, I think, make my decision for me. Um, once this first batch comes out, people have it and they play it. If they're like, the one thing that will make me be like, I have to get this now is if they're like, Game Pass on it freaking works great you can download game pass games right on it and go and go to town so like if i can be playing halo on the go then count me in 
My That's something I'm going to have to be like, yeah, I think I'm going to just have to do this. My thing that put me over the edge was thinking that I could run Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 on an emulator. And I was like, okay, that <laughs> I want that. I want to mm-hmm. take that game with me. It's a good one. Plus, there's a lot of games that are on Steam that aren't on Mac uh, or compatible uh, with Mac. Because, like, I went on there the other day because I now have a computer that can at least somewhat run kind of some games. And I was like, where's all, like, the stuff I want to play? And there's like, oh, work on Mac. So, very intriguing. Excited for people to get their hands on it. Um, if you happen to be listening to this and you're one of the ones that are going to be in the first batch, let us know. We may have you. Uh, have you on to to walk us through it? This big old brick of a boy, thick boy, a boy brick. Alrighty, let's get into uh, the Call of Duty news that dropped this past week. I'm reading this from TheVerge.com. Call of Duty's next three games will hit PlayStation despite Microsoft Activision deal. Activision plans to release the next three Call of Duty games on both Sony and Microsoft consoles. Bloomberg reports. The new report should be a sigh of relief to fans who are worried about Microsoft immediately making Call of Duty games Xbox exclusive. Um, According to Bloomberg, Activision had already committed to bring the next few Call of Duty titles to PlayStation sometime before Microsoft's acquisition was announced. Last week, Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer said He told Sony that Microsoft wants to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation and that the company intends to honor existing agreements. So it seems like Activision's commitments with Sony will stay in place. Mm -hmm. Um, The upcoming Call of Duty games coming to PlayStation will apparently include a new Modern Warfare game from Infinity Ward coming this year. Um, The next Call of Duty game from Treyarch, which would be next 2023's Call of Duty game, and a planned and a planned new iteration of the free-to-play Battle Royale shooter Call of Duty Warzone. Um, the acquisition isn't expected to close until sometime in 2023 fiscal year, which means on July 1st, and which begins on July 1st this year and ends on June 30th next year. Um, I read an article somewhere, maybe it was a tweet or something, that was like, yeah, basically 2022 Call of Duty, 2023 Call of Duty, and a Warzone 2 that's also coming in 23 those would be the games that have to come to PlayStation contractually. And then after that, it's fair game. Um, Matthew, what are you thinking? Um, I would be more inclined to think it's three years of Call of Duty games than it would three games in two years. I don't know. Maybe their contract that they have with Sony is per game and not per year or whatever. But uh, this does kind of go in line with a lot of what we heard was that they were still three years of contract there with Activision and, and Sony. So um, makes sense to me. I honestly think that even though it's not a way to get um, not a way to get people to buy the Xbox over the PlayStation for three more years, it is a way for them to get more of their $70 billion back. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's probably a better financial thing for them to keep it on PlayStation for a couple of years. Well, it seems like they have to. They don't have a choice. So, right. I think yeah, and, the yeah. sucky news about this is Treyarch and uh, Infinity Ward will still be, and whoever does the Warzone games, they're still going to be working on Call of Duty for like the next three years. <laughs> Which, like, correct. The hope w- w- that we talked about last week was that give Call of Duty to Infinity Ward, let's say, and then let the other two work on. What yeah. something that's not Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say this. One one thing this does is this does give Sony a buffer, as as we talked about a little bit uh last week. They were already looking into um making a, a first person shooter or maybe something that could compete or whatever. This gives them time to go, okay. Like it's not like you lose Call of Duty and then three or four years down the line you try to replace it with something. It's you you may lose it and then the next year have something. Uh, not yeah. that it will be as big as Call of Duty, but something, you know? Yeah. Um, Jason, what about you? I don't see Call of Duty going exclusive. Yeah, I, 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 I think 
Yeah. Uh, early on in the PS4 generation, Sony had a deal with Call of Duty for like, I don't know if it was early access or like exclusive yeah, they content. Got, yeah. I, I just see that like Microsoft playing the reverse card on that. Like, we have the exclusive content now. You still get the game because we need to make back our 70 billion, but we get, you know, another map or another set of skins yeah. or something. At least and for the foreseeable future, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see, at least not in this generation, Call of Duty going anywhere. I mean, still, even if they are on PlayStation for forever, the biggest selling point is it's on. it comes to Game Pass Day 1. Or, yeah. you, can, or you can stay on your PlayStation and keep buying it for $70 every year. $70 is like four months of Game Pass Ultimate, so... <laughs> yes, uh, but if you have a PlayStation, it costs you more than $70 to buy an Xbox. Not unless you sell the PlayStation. I'm just saying. Just, just not unless they put Game Pass on PlayStation. Argument. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I mix. I don't know. At this point, it's just I know a lot of like we talked about last week. Call of Duty games are the best selling games every year, and according and as of last year, 2021 is the number one and number two best selling game. So. Obviously, they're going to make a bunch of money on it. Just curious. I'm like, like Infinity Ward, according to this article, Infinity Ward is going to do a Modern Warfare game this year. So you would hope, if you're Microsoft, that you, that this deal is over and done with by at least the beginning of next year. So you can go to Infinity Ward and be like, you don't have to work on Call of Duty anymore. Let's come up with something new for you to work on. Or maybe they that's already the plan, something like that. So they can release this game and then just immediately start working on something else that they want to. That's not another Modern Warfare. Because, good, good God. Do we need any more Call of Duty Modern War- <laughs> Warfare? Do we need any more Call of Duties? Let's be honest. Call of Duty Future <laughs> Warfare. We fight, we fight aliens. My favorite Call of Duty I've ever played was World at War on the Wii. That's my best experience <laughs> at playing Call of Duty. So... Man, see, if Nintendo would have bought Activision, there would have been so many things to do, you know. They could have done a Wii 2, and you could have been... Uh, you know, they tried the Wii 2. It was called the Wii U. It didn't do so great. They could do the Wii 3, <laughs> and uh, run it into the ground, you know? There was, a part right. of me that, there was a part of me that thought that when I was 50 years old, whatever system Nintendo had came out, they would still say... Oh, and, and your Wiimotes still work on this system. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Go get my Wiimote out the garage. <laughs> it like glows. Like they open the door and it's like glowing, this glowing treasure box. You open it up and it's just like, ah, oh, the Wiimote. Does it have um, the Wii Motion Plus on it? <laughs> doesn't need it. It's the one that's built into it already. Oh, okay. Fancy, fancy. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Sitting at an 86 on Metacritic right now, Jason. Do you believe it? I, I want to believe. I can't see. At an 86 and a loading bar. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have, I've spoiled so much of this game for myself already on the PokeLeaks subreddit. So I have I, not. Thank God. So yeah. now you're here to spoil it for everybody else. Yeah, well, no, spoil I'm not going to spoil it. Um, I will say that I typically am one of the fire slash water starters like i can't think of a gen where i've ever picked the grass but i'm picking the grass one this time around um for two reasons one i've seen the evolution line which differs from the way it was previously and two um it's a single player only game there's no multiplayer and battles are a lot less common than in the main game like it's it's more catching, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really matter who I pick as a starter because I'm going to have a team of a billion other whatevers a couple hours in anyway. Um, I know you can, there's like a place where you can trade with other people online, but there is no place where you can battle other people? From what I understand, it's a single player experience. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe it's just no competitive, but a ton okay. of the game has been reworked. There, There's a... Um, there's only like 170 moves in the game, I think, down from something like 800 in, in uh, Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um, there's no abilities. Um, and a bunch of 
hugely reworked, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Things being re- reworked in Pokemon, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, because there is so many freaking moves. There's so many Pokemon. And so like every game that comes out, it's just like, we got to put all this crap back in the game and <laughs> yeah. let's simplify it and, and make a better game. Um, yeah. I'm, go for it. I was going to say, I've, I do feel like this is a trial run of a different style of game. This is almost, to me, this would be a precursor for something like maybe what Tim Tim has going on right now. Or, you know, just to try out some stuff and and see if, if uh, see what the reaction would be of like, okay, we've had the same format of game for, I don't know, ever. And we're going to try something a little different and see what happens. Um, and, you know, it may get to the point where you take, I, I was talking to somebody yesterday, you take this, you take uh, their main uh, series, and then maybe the Let's Go series or something like that, and have those on a three-year rotation between those three. I mean, just, you know, that, that sounds, that'd, that'd be great, you know, if you have something um, a little different every year as opposed to trying to figure out what's coming out of You know, do the... Uh, do the uh, Activision, Treyarch, whatever the other one is. There it is. That's it. where they go. The Infinity Ward's going to do the next Infinity Pokemon Ward, game. that's the other one. That's right. I was looking at the reviews because there's some people that I know are going to be somewhat unbiased. Like, I I have a hard time seeing, like, Nintendo magazines and, and like, comicbook.com gives it 100. I'm like, is it, though? Is it, it's 100, it's a 10 out of 10. It's a perfect game, I don't believe. Um, but looking down, like Games Radar is sitting at a ninety. Uh, Game Informer has it at an eighty-eight. That's what I, that's what I like to see right there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, Gamespot, uh, Eurogamer, um, they all have them sitting at eighty. There's a lot of eighties on this list. So thirty-eight positive, three mixed, and zero negative reviews on Metacritic right now. Which I'm glad these came out before. I know I talked about on the podcast, like. Yeah. I wanted to see them come out because this looked like I watched the trailers of this game. This could be the direction we all wanted to go. We all hoped it would, but it also could be an absolute disaster. So I'm glad to see it's not an absolute disaster. <laughs> so that made me really yeah. excited. As soon as I saw like the initial reviews come out, I'm like, good. I pre-order it. It's going to be good. I'm really excited to play it now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 86 this- average on Metacritic. That should be a good game. Any way you cut it. This is, the, I think, the best way I saw it described. And from, from looking at a lot of, I've probably watched like five or six hours of gameplay. Um, someone called it the the Breath of the Wild moment for Zelda or for Pokemon, and they said not in the sense that it's a masterpiece and everything's reworked and a hundred times bigger than any game, but every single system was rethought and modernized. And they said it's the Breath of the Wild moment in the sense that it's a wholly different game. And it's so different, it's going to leave some traditional fans behind. But they think the 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 difference overall is going to be kind of like a savior for the series. Like this, this could be the future of the series. Um, yeah, and that's 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 what I'm. That's the vibe I'm getting. Um, it, it does have a era, kind of like Breath of the Wild, of pre technology. So. Mm-hmm. I'd be very interested to see how they translate this into a modern, uh, a modern mm-hmm. Pokemon game where there's like cities and stuff. For sure. No, it's, it's, it's very interesting. And, and it makes, I don't know. It just makes sense that they would make a game. That's not what we have known as Pokemon in the Pokemon world. Like it just makes sense that people would, would enjoy that. And I, and I understand from Nintendo and game freaks perspective of not wanting to, deviate for so long from what they've done that's been so successful because i mean they could put out another color or gym or um i don't know whatever name for the next pokemon game every single year and people would buy it and they would make a killing off of it but it's just to do something a little bit different in the same you know the same world i think is uh it's it's overdue it's really long overdue and um yeah hopefully Hopefully it just means good things. I do feel like this seems to be, uh, like I said, maybe a jumping off point. Maybe this is like a trial run for what they could do. And in, in the next whatever of this style of game will be much larger and much more expanse. Yes, 
I see your hand there. You boy. <laughs> Jason, you've seen some of this game. Yeah. You say. Anything on the difficulty of this game? Because that's my biggest problem with Pokemon games is that they're all freaking easy. But looking at this, obviously there's a lot of different kind of battle mechanics going on. Um, you can freaking dodge roll. I'm wondering if there's like places that are like an open RPG normally are. Like you shouldn't be in this area because you're not nearly powerful enough to do that. Um, or if it's still, you know, just going to be like a walk through the park. No. So, okay. Um, I don't know if you've played any of the Xenoblade games, but Mm -hmm. it is, it's kind of like that. You can see the, you can see the level and stuff of Pokemon. I don't know if you can see the level before you start the battle, but, um, Pokemon will have red eyes. And from what I've seen, typically they are 10 to 15 to maybe even 20 levels above everything around them. And so Red-eyes early white on, dragon. Yeah. And so early on in the game, you can encounter like a level 30 while you still have like a team of level like eight and nine, and they will mm-hmm. wipe you out if you try and battle them. Um, and cool. so there are Carmen death start over like that. Um, and so that looks pretty cool. And then the, they showed it off a lot in the trailer, but that like, uh, I think it's Cleaver is the name of it. Cleaver or something like that. The Pokemon that um, they show as a boss battle. The way they did that is really, really interesting. It's a mix of real time and turn based. So you throw Mm -hmm. a like you throw an item at it, almost first person shooter like to like calm it down because, you know, throwing things at people always calms them down. Um, And that's how it does with me. But like it's got like I throw something at my wife every morning, (laughs) but it's like basically got an HP meter. And as you throw things, it, you know, it, it wipes, it, it works down that meter at a certain point, you have to go into a turn-based encounter and essentially knock it out. And what it does is it just stuns it and it goes back to real time where it's stunned for like 10 seconds. And then you go back to that real time fight. And then eventually again, it'll go to another full encounter with another full HP bar. So it's like, it's interesting that they're mixing real time and turn based, not at the same time, but like it it bounces back and forth until you're constantly engaged, but then you throw in a little strategy here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really excited. I'm more excited for this game than any Pokemon game since X and Y on the three DS. Well, I'm excited as well. Hopefully we can play enough of this and do some sort of little review maybe next week sometime. Mm -hmm. Um, on, on what the heck is going on because I'm excited as well. And I got my pre-order code for my heavy balls. So ready. So ready to get my 30 heavy balls, whatever those are. Um, so I can just throw balls all over the place. You know what I mean? At least 30 of them. <laughs> At least Eight 30 of them in an amount. Yeah, 24 minutes. There you go. Same, but I'm going to be editing this stupid thing. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I think we are going to end it out there. Any final thoughts before we go? Ooh, 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 ooh. Hmm. I beat Deathloop. I... I don't know if I mentioned that last week or not. So that's the thing that I did. Gotta say, fantastic game. Didn't like the ending. Very disappointed with the ending. That's like the worst too. It, Just I assume worst. it starts over. Is it loops? Well. There's, there's, uh, there are three different endings that you can get. You got the wrong, you got the bad one. I -hmm. looked them all up after I got one. Apparently, I got the best one. (laughs) I still didn't like it. So, um, or the quote unquote good one, whatever. But yeah, still, the rest of the game was phenomenal, but the ending I didn't like. Nice. Jason, what about you? Any final thoughts for me in this thing? Yeah, I'm playing Breath of the Wild again right now with my three-year-old son, and that game is so much fun, and it causes him to not go to sleep because he is in bed swinging around pretend swords and shield-bashing things. Does he get the screams down? <laughs> yeah! Uh, actually, he does. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, the, like when you charge up a spear and it like does, like he, he pokes it a lot, He's got the cadence and rhythm down of Link's grunts. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm excited that Pokemon comes out here in 20 minutes. And yes. I'm also very excited for Dying Light next week as well. Mm-hmm. Next Friday, a week from when you're listening to this. Um, 
I'll tell you, so I yeah, ordered a games are video. To come out. I ordered a video game adjacent thing this week as well. I ordered Stardew Valley, the board game, which is mm. actually pretty good. I have, I have a friend who has it and they really like it. And I looked up some stuff. It's pretty awesome. How many stars? Let me know how many stars do you give it? Get it? Uh, Jason, do you hear what I said? I, I think when you edit this, you should just cut cut the episode at the joke. <laughs> cut the episode at the joke, and it's it just a hard plays. Cut at, right? <laughs> yeah, and it just plays Friday by Rebecca Black, and then fades out, and then we're done. Oh man, Rebecca Black's on tour right now, and I can't. She doesn't come to Atlanta because if she mm, did, she, you best believe I'd be first in line. Does she come to Boston? the VIP pass and everything, and I would not leave. Does she come until to Boston? She agreed to be on the podcast. I don't know. The world may never know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's go to our out. website and look. Uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for us here. We want to thank you all for listening. New podcast upload every Friday. Go over to YouTube.com and you can subscribe and see our faces on there. And you can see me do this. If you're not even listening, you have no idea what happened. So you have to go over on YouTube now, hit that subscribe <laughs> button, and uh, fast forward to... a with the about the 51 minute 30 second mark and you can see what i just did andrew how'd you do that double backflip well now you ruined it so <laughs> <laughs> um you can rate us five stars on apple podcast and spotify now they have their new rating system up so that I would know. help us out greatly and if you want to be a part of the show have a topic you want to talk about a question a comment or whatever um find us at log on games any of our social media pages or hit that link tree in the description or bio or whatever, hop over to our discord community and let us have it. Just freaking right. let us have it. You know, that's right. Um, but that's going to do it for us here. We will be with you all again. Next. Oh, let's break it. See ya. Yeah.